the September 1st big box release for Disney Workana was crazy. Was it efficient? No. Did it have a huge effect on singles prices? Yes. And I'm here to tell you not only what happened, but more importantly, why it happened and what's going to happen going forward. Stay tuned. So what happened on September 1st? Well, essentially it was a big box store debacle. Basically, September 1st as a date where all these big box stores were supposed to get product didn't actually happen because you had situations where September 1st wasn't actually the day that the product was released in the store. In fact, singles prices and even box prices, they didn't decrease as everyone assumed they would because of all the stock that was going to the big box stores. In fact, the prices actually increased because the supply itself didn't vastly improve. I mean, you had the situation where the big box stores on individual store basis just didn't get the amount of product that people thought they were going to get. And when you walked in the store, if you weren't one of the first, honestly, first person usually, but maybe we'll say up to the first few people that walked in the store, right when the product got there or, or, or just one of the first few people that just wanted Disney Workana when it got to the store, you got the product. If you came later, you just didn't. I mean, I'm going to use this as a joke, but it was sacrifice of the many players for the good of the few that happened on September 1st. So the opposite of what Spock said in Wrath of Khan for all you nerds out there. So what actually happened also, the big box retailers, specifically Walmart and Target that I know of, they broke street date, which means they didn't wait until September 1st to put the product out there. And the reason is because in these stores, what you need to understand is they're stocked by third parties. So even if the product gets to the store on, you know, earlier than September 1st, it's up to the third party person, the third party stocker to put it out there. Excel marketing is one of them. There's other names of other ones that are out there. Basically what happened during the pandemic was with a lot of the Pokemon craze and a lot of the TCG collector craze that was going on, the rule became that the product comes into the store, but it has to be opened. It has to be put out on the shelf on those little spokes and all that other stuff by the third party person, which means it can be sitting in the back waiting for somebody to show up to put it out there. And all the boxes for those companies look the same. So they just come in like, you know, a box that says Excel marketing or something like that. So the store employees don't even know what's Workana, what's baseball cards, what's Pokemon, what's Yu-Gi-Oh, what's hockey, hockey cards, whatever. I saw, I, I saw people stocking, you know, throughout the day and it, it was different types of cards. It had nothing to even do with all trading card games, all stocked by the same people. So that's one big thing to understand. It's not the store themselves that are stocking, it's the third parties. Some stores, and this is as of, uh, I'm recording this on September 9th. So by now, probably the first wave of stocking has occurred for all stores, but it was actually possible on September 1st that stores weren't stocked yet. And the reason why is because September 1st was a Friday. So let's put this in perspective. Let's say Workana shows up with the other stuff on Wednesday, but the stocker person from that third party marketing site comes to that store every Tuesday. Well, He's not going to come, he or she's not going to come back until the next Tuesday, which means the stuff just sits in the back waiting until that person comes in. Again, they have to be the one to do it until next Tuesday. 
So now all of a sudden your September 1st release date is what, September 5th in that specific store. And they usually have a route. I can tell you my, somebody told me that my target stalker goes all the way throughout all of my county, which is pretty large in Pennsylvania. They go all the way down to another county down, I guess, down south, technically outside of Pennsylvania. So it's pretty crazy what's actually happening here is you're really at the whim of when somebody's showing up compared to when the product is showing up. So if the product showed up after when the person was able to stock it, it wasn't going to get stocked for a whole week. So September 1st didn't mean anything. It, all that meant something was, was there a marriage between when the product showed up and when the stalker showed up? And if that, if that day was August 28th, August 28th was that store's release date. That was August 31st. That store's release date was, was August 31st. If that was September 4th, then that became that store's, that store's release date. There was no cohesion to it actually being on September 1st. Also, I mean, Labor Day weekend, I know somebody, I know when I eventually talked to somebody at Target, they said, hey, that guy's on vacation. Won't be here till next week. So, you know, vacations were a factor as well. So you can't always plan for that kind of stuff either. As I said before, if you weren't one of the three people to show up at the store, there were immediate sellouts. So a lot of times people weren't even able to take pictures like this. Um, I found a lot of these pictures on the Facebook group where you wouldn't even see the stuff being stocked. A lot of people sometimes just took the packaging, et cetera. So it didn't even, a lot of times it doesn't even appear like the store was even stocked to begin with to even be bought out. Um, but pretty much within a few minutes of it being so, uh, stocked, it was sold out. The big one is the big, the next one is the biggest factor. Single person buyouts. A lot of times what happens is these big box stores did not put any limits on how much a person could buy. So if they got there at the right time, which meant they were the first person to show up or the person that showed up in front of them didn't want to spend any spend as much money or wanted to leave more product for more people, a single person bought out the store. This has a dramatic effect on what happens in the market. Because realistically, you have a lot of product being bought by small entities. It's almost like an oligarchy, in all honesty. You have a small number of people getting more supply, and the majority of demand that's out there is not being met. Is there enough product to meet the demand? For I can tell you right now for Disney World Con, there just isn't enough product out there, period, that was printed to meet the massive demand the game has. And that's great. But what's worse is the product is not actually getting in the hands of the players that want it. It's getting in the hand of a few people that are able to hit the stores at the right time to literally buy them out, to spend hundreds, almost thousands of dollars at each individual store. And then like locusts go to the next store and do the same exact thing. The pictures I've seen online are insane. The receipts, the filled carts, et cetera. And to be honest with you, I can't even say that these are all resellers. Honestly, if you were a player, this is sometimes was also the right thing to do. Because let's be honest here. Let's think about this for a minute, right? And I've said this since the beginning of, of when all the rarities were released. You have 12 legendary cards in this set for six in colors. Two per color. 12 legendaries, six in colors. If you want to get a master set, a play set of cards, four of them each, right? You need 48 different legendaries that you open. 
Well, if you let's just say you get five legendaries in a box, even if you open perfect distribution, if you don't want to do any singles buying, any trading, etc., you need 10 boxes, 240 packs worth of product at minimum to get your playset. I mean, we already know what happened with the LGS release on the 18th. People weren't able to get anywhere close to that amount of product. So if you want to just have a playable collection, you need to buy a lot of sealed product. So I can't even necessarily blame players. Can I blame the, the scalpers and the people that are reselling for higher value, sometimes three times value? I've seen packs go for pretty much on average about two and a half times value. So a pack costs $6 MSRP. The typical price you see them being sold for, especially the blister packs, is around $15. But I really can't blame a player for buying a lot of product because they need a lot of product to play the game. So I'm not saying that everyone that did this was out there to just flip it for more money. A lot of people were. You also had a lot of people that aren't even playing Warcana do this. This has been a phenomenon in both the gaming space and even in the even in the trading card space. I knew, I, I have received phone calls from sports cards dealers asking me if they can get any Warcana to sell to people. It's a phenomenon in general. There are a lot of those people out there. I agree. But even for the players, they need a lot of product to play the game. There's not there's nothing you can do about that. Again, five distinct rarities in the game. There's just you need a lot of product to have a playset. We've broken it down in other videos as to how much you actually need. Look, it's insane. You're getting 12 to 14 super rares in a pack, in a in a box. I understand that. In a box, 24 packs, I'm saying, because a lot of this you weren't able to actually buy sealed boxes. So let's keep that in mind. And if you were able to buy boxes, a lot of times they were opened anyway but you got your 24 packs worth. But the bottom line is you need a lot of product to play this game. We broke it down in other videos as to how many of each common, how many of each uncommon, how many of each rare, how many of each super rare, how many of each individual type of legendary, each individual type of these cards you were actually getting in a box. And it wasn't a play set most of the time. So I really can't blame anybody for buying the product they can find because at the end of the day, they need that much product to play the game. The one thing that isn't that, that was also taken into consideration is there were a lot of people just stalking the sellers. I mean, and and like finding out what time people showed up. Like these people have a job to do. Like it's kind of creepy in a way. And I kind of feel bad for the people working in the stores that like they had to like close off the aisles and then like there would be a rush of people coming in. I mean, sometimes it was orderly, but I heard some some stories of things that didn't go down very well. And I will say that. I'm recording this as of September 9th. I know the same ha same thing happened yesterday for the limited number of GameStops that got the uh, product as well. So I, I don't think this has really gotten that much better. Again, there just isn't enough supply out there to meet the massive demand that there is right now for Disney Morgana. So what does all this cause? Well, in economics, there's a term called the inefficient market. And I'm not going to read all this for you, but I am going to point out some 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 of what's here. The most important thing to understand is in an inefficient market, prices do not reflect the actual and fair market value. And I'm not saying that we don't know what the fair market value is. I'm not here to tell you that cards are overpriced because they're it's cardboard that kids should play with. That's not what I mean. I mean that the, the, the understanding of what a card should be worth based in this situation on its rarity, its playability, et cetera, is simply not known because there is not enough supply to determine that. But the third bullet point is what's most important. 
the types of an inefficient market are market efficiency not happening. Again, too much product in the hand of too few people that are controlling the prices that are going on now. Absence of information. This is very important, and I will be focusing on this point next. Delayed reaction to the news. That's what we saw on September 1st. Most people assume prices are going down. Instead, prices are going up. Delayed reaction to what was going on. And the presence of arbitrage and speculators. I've already mentioned the scalpers that, that most people call them. We'll call them speculators here. And arbitrage, same thing. I bought a pack for $6. I sold it for $15. Immediate arbitrage is, uh, it exists in the Lurkana market. Again, there's a link down there if you really want to get, if you want to nerd out like me, I mean, I have two degrees in finance. So I, you know, I have a big background in a lot of this kind of stuff. If you want to have any conversations, hit me up in the comments below. If you really want to have a long in-depth conversation about um, economics, feel free to hit me up. Yeah. Let me know. The other thing I want to hear is, did your September 1st go like this? Did you have these problems? I, I just want to give you an anecdote. I left my house at 7.30 in the morning, got to a Target when it opened at 8 o'clock on September 1st. That was the start of my day. I got home around 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Do you want to know what kind of product I got? Six booster packs from two Barnes & Noble. And the boxes that I ordered at the beginning of August, while I was waiting in the Gen Con mob, I ordered boxes from Best Buy on pre-order. That was my, quote, haul for September 1st. That included, uh, by the way, I went to a ton of stores on September 28th, 29th, 30th, 31st. Six packs, picking up my pre-order. That's how my September 1st went. So let me know in the comments below, how'd your September 1st go, if it was similar. Hopefully you did better. Hopefully there's still some there for you. But if not, I'm assuming most of you, the same thing happened. And by the way, if you want to if you want to commiserate and see how the, uh, the market's doing now, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, really appreciate it. In Disney Arcana, what is the lack of reliable information that's out there? And what did it lead to? So there's a, total, there's a ton of unreliable information. Let's take my favorite part of it right here. Here's a tweet that was put out there by the official Disney Arcana uh, Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call it. I'm still going to call it Twitter, on August 31st. The goal is for our fans to be able to purchase and enjoy the Disney Workana TCG player at the suggested retail price, which by the way, they have no control over. I want you to know once a producer sells to a distributor, it's out of their hands what, what they can charge. If they are not putting it directly in the hands of the ultimate retailers, they have no control over what, the, uh, what somebody can charge from an MSRP perspective. That's neither here nor there. And we'll continue to take steps to ensure a level of availability, which they have control over, and quality, I guess they have control over that. They keep the market healthy for both collectors and players. No problem. That's just boilerplate BS, to be honest with you. It doesn't really say anything. Here's the part that matters. Additional booster product will start arriving in the North American local game stores in October. Let's stop there. October? Well, how much? And... What happened to the fact that it was supposed to be a September restock? So now you're already delaying the September restock. Well, that's going to affect how much product people get if it's not going to be over to October. That's still a month away. And when in October? We have a whole month. This stuff is changing on a daily basis. I'm telling you, I went to Target and Walmart for a whole week every single day. So, like, my whole days were being taken up trying to find this game 
And then you're telling me that, that a whole month is going to go by and then I have a whole month worth of time to maybe get it. That's not information. That's just, again, it's too vague. We are also reprinting Disney work on the first chapter, which will be available starting in Q1, quarter one, 2024 in North America and Europe. Quarter one is January, February, and March. When? January, doubt it. February, doubt it. March, more likely, in my opinion. Do you know what's going to be out between now and March? Chapter two, chapter three. Then you're going to reprint chapter one? I This doesn't make any sense to me. This has no effect on the market. It has no effect on the metagame that exists during chapter one. You're going to be doubling the card pool in the middle of November. You're going to be tripling the card pool by the time your first chapter one restock happens. This doesn't make any sense. And it doesn't actually help anything. The only thing it helps is collectors because they can afford to wait. They're not using the cards. But for any player, this news does nothing. And in fact, it hurts because you told people you're supposed to have a September restock and now it's October. And you now are saying, oh, by the way, we, there's no chance of getting any more. The information that's out there is just not great. And honestly, it's hearsay. Again, I've said in other videos, I've heard from local game stores, when that October now restock happens, I've heard, I'm going to get a half. I'm going to get a third. I can tell you right now that the store that I was able to order four boxes on August 18th only allowed us to order one box this time. And we had to pay up front instead of paying the day up. Not that it's that big of a deal, but my only empirical evidence that I actually was able to order is, is a quarter of what they got last time. So it's real. So what does all this do? Well, it leads to actually more FOMO, but it's not just fear of missing out. It's actually missing out. If people aren't able to get the product, they might not actually be able to play in a lot of the great events that are coming up for the game. It's honestly just introducing anarchy, chaos into the market. No one has the information. There isn't enough information out there. And what does that fear do? I'm not going to give the whole quote, but we all know the famous Yoda quote from, from Phantom Menace. Fear starts you down a dark path and causes a lot of what's going on in the market. And I feel bad for it. There are players who don't want to play the game because they can't get product. And a lot of that comes from fear. And the other thing I want to say, and I do want to state this for the record, because I know I, it seems like I have a really negative attitude around a lot of the Robinsberger things that are going on, but I will say this. I don't think there's any, anything nefarious going on here. I don't think they're purposely short printing or anything like that. I really just believe it's general incompetence as to how the TCG market was going to react to this. I don't think the company understood the trading card game mentality. I don't think they understood that random Yu-Gi-Oh players and random anime game players, and random magic players even were going to go stalk targets to buy out a different game to sell for two and a half times its value and never actually play the game. I don't think they understand what they had on their hands. I don't think they understand the gold mine that was out there for the random person that walks in and sees 50 booster packs just sitting there. And they're like, hmm, I guess I can turn this $300 into what? $800, $750 real easily and on arbitrage just by going to a Facebook group. And the only thing that happens is I kind of look like the bad guy, but I don't care because I am not actually involved in this community. 
I don't think they actually understood what they had on their hands. So I'm not saying there was anything nefarious going on. I've heard people say that. I, I think it's just general incompetence, to be honest with you. So what happened with the singles market? Well, this is my original idea, and I've shown this many times. We Right here at this LGS restock, um, right after this big box release, I expected a big dip. Again, some kind of LGS restock in September, another dip, et cetera. And then eventually things were going to level out, go back up a little when all the supply was actually taken care of. Again, I assumed eventually the supply would run out. But this is what's actually happening. So we're right about here with this big box release. And prices went up, mostly due to FOMO, mostly due to an understanding that the big box release didn't actually do anything for most players. All last week, prices were way up. Now, prices have gone down here, which is a little bit earlier than I thought. And let me explain to you why that's happening. Remember how I said the prices, the product gets in the hands of small individuals? Well, a lot of the individuals that the prices went into, if you look on things like TCG Player, it's in the hands of new sellers, sellers with not a lot of sales, sellers with not a lot of feedback, et cetera. So what you have is people that spent money. Now, granted, they only spent MSRP, but they probably spent hundreds of dollars. And they're like, What's the fastest way I can make back that money with my, I can go on TCG player. I can sell out the stuff. I know this card's worth 20. If I can get 15, if I can do that five times, I'm already at $75, et cetera. So you have small sellers trying to make back the money and make the quick buck. And I'm not even sure I can blame them. This is a great time for players to be buying singles because again, did the vast majority of the player base get what the product they needed? No, but the players, or I should say the people, because they're not all players that did get the product, they are, they're using it to make back the money they spent. And it's a great time to be in the market and get things for players. So what's going to happen from here? If there is an LGS restock and it's decent, prices will go down again. Again, more supply in the market. Even with what happened uh, on September 1st and September 8th, there's still more supply in the market. Some resellers were able to get product, which puts more singles into the market. I understand it's in the hands of a small number of individuals. I understand it's basically an oligarchy. You can barely find any sellers that have more than one copy of a card, and a lot of them are already sold out. There's nothing you can do about that. There's still more of the product out there, so prices will go down. There are a lot of big events coming up, so I expect prices to stay level until that point. And then eventually, like I said, we're going to hit Chapter 2. Chapter 1 is going to go down, etc. And reprints in the end, that'll definitely cause... Uh, the market to adjust. Again, I'm not here to tell you whether certain buyers are right or wrong. That's not really my concern. What I can tell you is by putting the product in the hands of a small number of people that are just trying to make their money back and obviously make a pretty hefty profit, if they're doing it through the singles market, they're willing to take less money because it's always going to be profitable to open this product when it's this hot. You have rares going for $15. You have rares going for $20. You have legendaries going for $60. So if you open enough product and get enough of these singles, you will they the sellers will make back their money. And they're willing to go lower because it doesn't take much for them. So as a player, it's a great time to buy, even if I anticipate prices going down a little bit more. From basically, I, I would assume from after this weekend into next week, as big box stores are literally completely sold out until any kind of potential restock, by the way, more information we don't have, um, 
I just don't see the prices taking a big dip again until October. So if you need cards to play in any events, I would be looking to buy them literally right now. Finally, what are the non-supply market factors? So you can check out our other videos. We talk at length about the tournament results. There's a lot of great upcoming events. There's another giant PPG event at the end of October in Miami. There's a bunch of giant events um, in Ohio next month. There's a lot of local big events going on. Can't wait to get results from there. Um, the, the, the other big factor that's happened over the past week is a lot. there's a lot of buyouts going on for Enchanted cards. So I know the ratios are supposed to be one in every 96 packs for Enchanted, but that's never been confirmed. And it does honestly seem like the supply of them out there is really low. So there are certain buyers out there that have been just buying up Enchanted. I've seen a lot of them go out to be graded, et cetera. Obviously, if, you can, if people can afford it, they're buying these up like candy. They're just buying every single one of them that's out there. Elsa last week, um, I saw one top out around $1,200. But the point is, there's just not a lot of them out there. And any that are out there for any decent price are just being immediately bought out. I also already talked about the amount of new sellers. But tournament results have had positive effects. You look at a card like Ariel's uh, Spectacular Singer. She goes way up in value because she's in the first place deck uh, from PBG Denver. We talked about this at length on our podcast this week, um, so make sure you check out those videos um, But you, so you can hear about all the results of those events and how they affect the market. So yeah, September 1st, August 31st, August 29th, all the way to September 8th when supposedly the, you know, the GameStop release came out. It's all been a debacle. And the main reason for all the debacle is because it's causing an inefficient market. The information that was out there during each one of these quote unquote important dates, it was all false. We thought big boxes were going to get a ton of product. They didn't. We thought they were going to put limits on the number of packs each person could buy. They didn't. All of this is just causing a massive amount of anarchy uh, in, in, the, in the market nowadays. And there's just no, we don't know where it's going to go from here. It's a shame, really. We, we just don't know where it's going to go from here. We know there's going to be a restock of some sort with LGSs in October, but in all likelihood, that's also going to be sold out right away. The supply, the demand for this game is just too high, um, and it's going to continue for the foreseeable future. Will prices come down? Yes. Uh, there's just there ultimately is not everybody in the market still needs as much as they could possibly get, um, but it, but I don't anticipate anything really getting settled until probably around chapter two comes out and the same thing basically happens with that. Um, it's gonna be a wild ride and I'm here to take you through it. So if you wanna hear more about the, the Lorcana Finance, smash that subscribe button, hit like, hit me up in the comments. I can't wait to talk to you guys about all this stuff. It really gets me going. Have a good night, talk to you soon.